0: Welcome to the BASAC View. We are the Battlefords and Area Sexual Assault Center, and this is an educational podcast about consent, self healing, and keeping yourself safe. Join Kayla and Michelle as they maneuver their way into all the topics you hate talking to your kids about: sex, puberty, body safety, growing up, and most importantly, the power in no, because consent is mandatory. You guys, season two, episode 15 of the BASAC View. Michelle and I are off our summer hiatus. I honestly can't even really believe it. Feels like yesterday we just announced that. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> it went so fast. Did you do anything fun? Did I do anything fun? Um, I got a pretty killer tan this summer.
1: Nice, me too. That's
0: pretty brag-worthy, <laughs> but other than that, no. Lots of family time, lots of lake time. Um... Lots of food. I mean, really,
1: that's, yeah. <laughs> that's really how my whole summer went. Kind of the typical summer summer vacay. Totally. What were you things. up to? Yeah, same idea. Same idea. Lots of time outside. Lots of time with, uh, you know, friends and family. Mm-hmm. Right? And just lots of, because I do art on the side too. So had some of that, commission pieces to wrap up. And yeah, so the summer flew by. Flew by. Yeah. I mean, it's still technically summer, but
0: yeah let's not get crazy (laughs) but when this episode is released it's in september like i i honestly can't even fathom that we're in september it's
1: just ridiculous i know i know so yeah we're back and so we're back into the world of podcasting what just for people who may not have listened to our podcast before and they're new to this what's what are we all about what's going on here
0: So, you guys, this is an educational podcast, and we tend to focus on sexual assault content as we are the Battlefords and Area Sexual Assault Center, right? And we talk a lot about body safety. I think we've done a few episodes on that. Mm -hmm. Um, If you haven't already listened to season one episodes, I do recommend you go and do that. Uh, And you can do that anywhere you're listening to this podcast, Spotify, Apple Play, Google Play, all the major i was like am i missing anything else yeah all the major podcasts we are there we're on those platforms
1: and it's kind of like a bi-weekly so yeah so we we do
0: have bi-weekly podcasts we do our release date is every second friday for those and honestly for season two we're just hopeful for more interviews Mm -hmm. we had two really good guests last season and we're just looking forward to more empowering and educational content really
1: yeah. We're, you know, it, it seems podcasting is such a, a fun and informative way that people can listen to while they're driving or, you know, or even on their lunch breaks or whatever. So it's, it's kind of, I, I'm really happy with how our first season went. Me too. And I'm looking forward to, you know, doing all that we can to make the second season just, just that much more better totally I'd like to say we're experienced now but I don't know (laughs) I wouldn't go that far (laughs) we're noobs yeah (laughs) totally (laughs) but we've had you know we really have had excellent response and excellent feedback and we appreciate all the feedback that we get because that just helps us to to do a better job of what we're what we're doing here the the noobs down in the dungeon the noobs (laughs) okay so on that note what what are we going to talk about today in podcast 15? So being
0: that we are the Battleford Scenario Sexual Assault Center, we're going to keep the theme going today about sexual assault of as course. usual, right? Of course. But more specifically, we're going to talk about steps women and men can take to keep
1: themselves safe. Right. Yeah. You know, we've we found some tried and true ideas and we're kind of researching for this podcast. We came up with some not so serious ones, but at the same time, they're very serious because it is what people, and I do have to say mostly women For sure. in this case, have to do because the fear of sexual assault is very real. And this this kind of came about because I was having a conversation with a friend the other day and, and she and her husband had been talking and she wanted to do this thing. And he's like, well, go do the thing. And she's like, well, I can't just go do the thing. Like I need someone to go with me. And he was like, "Why do you need somebody to go with you? just go do it. and she goes, "Well i can't i can't I can't travel alone, I can't go out at dark, you know that sort of thing and he's like, "Wow, I didn't realize that how unsafe the world is looking through the eyes of a woman and how much forethought right? has to go into planning as a woman, yeah, especially at night yeah 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 and he he actually apologized." you know and said I'm sorry I didn't realize that again that's the world that women have to live in so and rightly so why would he Mm -hmm. know that yeah right Right? I mean we do do it from the moment we get up like is my shirt cut too low is my makeup too you know slutty for a a better term where are the exits right yes
0: Um, what are some of the things women have to do that you think to keep themselves safe for me Some things that come to mind for me personally, I'm always aware in restaurants, in bars, in the mall, wherever I'm going, I'm always aware of where the exits are Mm -hmm. and where my body is positioned to those exits. Do I have a quick route to that exit if need be kind Mm -hmm. of thing? Mm -hmm. Um, I rarely walk alone, especially at night. I tend to not walk alone, walk at all. Just overall being constantly aware of my surroundings. Mm-hmm.
1: Making sure the door is locked when you're home alone. Yes, big one. Yep. You know, that was something that another friend and I had a conversation about and with her husband, he's like, Why are you always locking the door when I leave? She's she's like, Are you kidding me? <laughs> Because it's not safe for me to be home alone in our house.
0: Especially if I'm going to shower. If I'm Mm -hmm. alone in the house and I'm going to shower, ooh, I got to make sure those doors are locked before I go in there.
1: Yeah. As soon as I get in my car, I lock the door. I know the car, it locks when you put in drive, but I put my, I I lock my doors. Immediately. Immediately. Right? All these things. So these those are just some of the things that we do, but we've got a list (laughs) that we've compiled from some of the information that we found on the internet. Um you know the internet is a good source for quality and also not so quality uh resources you know some we always joke oh it's on the internet it must be true but i just wanted to you know just search some things and see what was out there mm-hmm. and these are just some of the things that i found so and we also want to stress that although we are putting
0: out some prevention tips out right now It's not the woman's job 100% of the time to be aware of what she's wearing, being aware of her surroundings and being aware of her location to avoid being assaulted. Mm. Okay, it's not her job. It's not your job to avoid being assaulted. It's the assaulter's job to avoid assaulting. (laughs) Okay, I just want to put that out there right now. And we're going to dive a little deeper into that whole mentality a little later. But these are some legitimate legitimate life prevention tips. Right. That will
1: help. Exactly. And so the first one here comes from a police department. This is a flyer that they pass out. It's for men and women alike. And it is sexual assault prevention tips. So let's just dive in. Shall we? Let's do it. If you ever find yourself in a sexual assault situation or a potential sexual assault situation, Try to escape your attacker, which I mean we're all gonna try to do anyway. But the the ongoing for that is when you do get away, be sure to go a safe to a safe place and call the police right away. Right, of course. Right? So many times these again, these things go unreported the majority of the time, but it doesn't hurt to have that documentation in place. So if you're able to get away, report it. Secondly, assaulters generally
0: tend to attack women who appear to be walking alone aimlessly or don't seem very active thus being confident and walking erect and purposefully with confidence can deter a sexual assaulter and i'm just gonna go along with this and be like if you're an assaulter just don't assault women walking alone okay
1: (laughs) if you see a woman walking alone leave her alone right Right. okay Um, One of their other tips, if you're walking on the streets, make sure to stay away from narrow alleys or dark streets.
0: Yeah, that's another big one. I was told that a lot when I was Mm -hmm. growing up too. Mm -hmm. Next one, don't walk by yourself after dark. We made mention of that already. Take Mm -hmm. a cab home or call a friend to pick you up.
1: Mm -hmm. You know, one thing with that, like I know as, as a woman getting into a cab, especially in the dark alone and it's a dude and you know that I, you know, that you just kind of feel a little bit nervous. Right. So yes, um, back in my days when I was a bouncer and worked in a bar, (laughs) we would call and ask for a woman driver, Mm. you know, for some of the, the girls who were traveling alone. And so, I mean, that's something that we can do as well. So the next one is do not get into an elevator alone with someone you do not know. If you do find yourself alone with a stranger, stay near the exit doors of the elevator and within reach of the control panel. So I guess you can press the emergency. And that actually just happened to me a couple of weeks ago. I was, got on the elevator and there was, a, was just me and this fellow alone. And it, it was, yeah, it's freaky, right? It is freaky.
0: I think the elevator thing is one of those things that men don't realize how paranoid we are <laughs> about that. Because I am like that too. I will not step on an elevator alone with anyone mm-hmm. <laughs> i yeah. would rather do that elevator ride solo
1: yeah got the key between the yeah. fingers, ready to go right so the next one you guys use your fingernails
0: to scratch your attacker in the event of a sexual assault this is going to help you to identify the the attacker in the future and the dna under your nails is also going to be
1: helpful during a police investigation All Right. good point good point there while you're traveling don't Pick up hitchhikers. It's funny. It says here, "Don't try to pick up hitchhikers." Well, I'm not going to try that. Just but don't do it. <laughs> just don't do it. And avoid traveling alone at night, particularly again in those isolated areas. Right. I I would never pick up a hitchhiker. Not anymore. Not in this day and age.
0: I agree. There's too many horror stories. Yeah. You know, way too many horror stories freaks me out. Yeah. Me too. Okay, next one. As a woman, you can always carry pepper spray with you, okay? Police authorities strictly suggest the use of pepper spray in the case of an attack, any kind of attack. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And you can also use anything in your hand or in your purse, right? Use your purse, use whatever you got. I was in corrections for a couple short years and I learned in corrections pretty quickly that anything can be a weapon, right? anything utilize
1: it so things like your pen like a pen or a pencil right we exactly. would not maybe think of those as weapons exactly your phone absolutely so if you're carrying coffee or tea right use your bag your umbrella like i said put the keys between your fingers if need be absolutely so just some emergency self-defense just in case there's an attack and of course scream loudly for help is always a good thing, but I don't know if I would scream help as so much as I would scream fire.
0: Yeah, people right? react to that. Yeah, hey?
1: yeah. So just if screams of help aren't bringing anybody, start screaming fire. I guess. I don't know. Lots, of, lots of ideas there. And again, that comes from a from a police department.
0: And again, like so. I said, these tips are all fine and dandy, but sexual yeah. assault, you guys, super preventative. Just don't assault. Just don't assault. Okay. Right?
1: Yeah, some good information though, and just a little bit sad that we, you know, like we said, we have to take those precautions as women. For sure, you know, even men, right? So I can I can see why some people just it's easier to stay home. It's safer to stay home. I know, but that's sad. Like so sad. It's easier, you know. I'm not gonna put myself in danger. I'm just gonna stay home. So, yeah. Also, some feel that if they do
0: step outside, especially after dark. Or if they decide to travel alone, and something bad happens, that they're going to be made right. to blame, right? We've heard that time and time again, that it's somehow going to be their their fault that this bad thing happened, right?
1: Exactly. Victim blaming, right? Why were you Why were you out so late at night? Why were you, Why'd you go for a jog on that path right. by yourself? Why were you You know all these things that- when
0: in reality, all of those questions are completely irrelevant. Mm-hmm. At the end of the day, they are completely irrelevant. Put the onus where it belongs. Right. Right.
1: And I, again, that's, that's something that, like my husband wouldn't understand why I have to do all that. Totally. Same as my friend's husband. It's just not something that they have to live with. For sure. And not everybody understands that. So, but it does get better, by the way. Here we go. I found this um, by the Winnipeg Safe City Council. And here are some things that they mention how we can prevent being sexually assaulted. So again, buckle in because it's a very long list, you know, put on women or I mean, men, people not to be assaulted. Right. So sexual assault prevention tips. And women are told
0: this on the daily. So buckle Mm -hmm. in, let's dive in. Number one, Michelle, don't leave your drink unattended.
1: Exactly. Don't go home with that person. Don't wear that outfit. Don't walk home alone. Don't swipe right. Don't swipe right. I like that. Don't flirt. Don't drink too much. Don't get high. Don't be
0: too nice. Mm, don't take the stairs. Don't take the elevator. Don't talk on your phone. Don't wear those earbuds. Don't make eye contact. Do not walk alone at night. Don't go for a run on that street. Don't park in that parking lot. Don't go into that apartment. Don't walk down that street. Don't go into that neighborhood. Don't walk without a friend. Don't live in that apartment. Don't get out of your car if it breaks down. Don't let your phone battery die. Don't wait at that
1: bus stop. That is a very, very long list. And can you imagine? And I I mean, I do suspect that it was created because those are some things that sexual assault victims get blamed for in their assaults. Yuppers. Right? Right? You shouldn't have been walking home alone. Again, we've said that you shouldn't have swept right. You shouldn't have waited at that bus stop. You shouldn't have been wearing those earbuds.
0: It's just incredible to me how sexual assault victims are treated. Like I said, we're told these things.
1: Yeah. We are told these things. I don't think men get told these things very often Amen. but we also have to share now that there's a little bit more to this flyer right in case you did
0: not pick it up already okay <laughs> the actual purpose of the flyer we just read it says at the bottom these things do not prevent sexual assault stop victim blaming mm-hmm.
1: and then it has don't assault circled in red Because that's what the real problem is here. It isn't that women or men are walking without a friend or talking on their phone or wearing earbuds. It's because, like Kayla alluded to, you alluded to that, it's because of those who are doing the assaulting. That is who is to blame
0: here. Exactly. So that reminds me of the TikTok we did.
1: Oh, yes. And it
0: might just be a little Baysock plug as well. So... (laughs) So in case our listeners are not aware, we do have a TikTok account. And if you haven't checked it out already, I suggest you do. Our uh, account is at BASAC1. So B-A-S-A-C number one. And we've had a few TikToks go viral. Don't want to mm-hmm. brag. <laughs> it's been a lot of fun making these TikToks. But the one specific one we are, I'm talking about, we did one on 10 sexual assault prevention tips. And I think we should go through that one again.
1: Yeah, I think so, too. These are aimed not at the victims. Yay. Finally. But at the assaulters. And it's really a spoof, so to speak. But in reality, there's actually a whole bunch of truth to it.
0: You are darn right there is. Right. Okay, let's buckle Okay, in.
1: so 10 sexual assault prevention tips. Number one. Number one. Don't put drugs in women's drinks. What? what a concept. Number two, when you see a woman walking by herself, leave her alone. Number three, if you pull over to help
0: a woman whose car is broken down, remember not to sexually assault her.
1: Number four, which we talked about, if you're in an elevator and a woman gets in, don't assault her. When you encounter a
0: woman who is asleep, the safest course of action is to not sexually assault her.
1: Mm. Really? You wouldn't say. (laughs) Number six, never creep into a woman's home through an unlocked door or window or spring out at her from between parked cars or assault her. Fascinating.
0: Number seven, remember, people go to the laundry room to do their laundry. Don't attempt to assault someone who is alone in the laundry room.
1: You know... Girls are always told to create a buddy system, like when they're going in the bathroom or out. So this one is, this one is, yeah, it makes me giggle a little bit. Number eight, use the buddy system. If it is inconvenient for you to stop yourself from sexually assaulting women, ask a trusted friend to accompany you at all times. <laughs> okay. Number nine. Carry a whistle. If you find that you are about to
0: sexually assault someone, blow the whistle until someone comes to stop you.
1: Because again, that's what women are told to carry. If they're gonna be out alone, carry a whistle that's so that right. you can So you know what? Let's put it on the let's put it on the um On the assaulter. Thank you. Yepers. And last, number ten, don't forget, honesty is always the best policy. So when you're asking a woman out on a date, don't pretend that you're interested in her as a person. Tell her straight up that you expect to be sexually assaulting her later. If you don't communicate your intentions, the woman may take it as a sign that you do not plan to assault her. (laughs)
0: Ay, ay, ay. Now, we don't mean to laugh or make light of this, Not you guys, but we are in the day and age of victim blaming and we need to start putting that blame where it truly belongs. OK, mm-hmm. on mm-hmm. the assaulter,
1: because the jobs that you and I do, we don't only teach about the prevention for victims, which we do. We'll talk about it in a second, but we also educate on how not to be an assaulter because I think that's good. What well, you know, can you imagine taking this ten sexual assault prevention tips and reading them to your your you know preteen boys or whatever? Here, totally. here are some things to think about, son. How powerful? You know, right? Yes, right. So, I mean, again, it's really sad that we have to we have to say these things,
0: but we do. For sure. And you know, it's also about creating awareness, okay? Creating some empathy and creating some understanding about how real the topic of sexual assault really is. How it affects so many people and how
1: we can support each other in it. Right. You got it. I mean, and that's what we do here at BASAC, at the Battlefords and Area Sexual Assault Centers and same with all the other sexual assault centers in, in different communities. We're not here just because we're here. Because it's a necessary um, service. Absolutely. And we see it daily. We hear it when we go in. So what do we do again here at BASAC? Is that we support victims of sexual assault and their families and friends who may also be struggling with that. Right? And what Kayla and I do, we go into schools and we do programming. And, and organizations too, not just necessarily schools. We teach the students how to be safe. How to respect each other, how to manage those big emotions, uh, you know, like um, rage and anger, that sort of thing. How to share their experiences and how to create healthy relationships. Just to name a few of some of the topics that we teach. Again, when we teach our children how to deal with those big emotions, then maybe that's something that we can, you know, help them to not become assaulters. we're teaching them how to manage that at a very young age or ask for help
0: so like michelle said we're out in the community we're creating awareness with other things as well we do lots of fundraisers as we are a nonprofit Mm -hmm. organization and our walk a mile in her shoes is a big fundraiser for us um i do not know what episode we discussed our walk a mile in our shoes fundraiser but listen to season one you'll come across Mm -hmm. it
1: or go to our tiktok and check out our that's actually one of the one of the tiktoks that went viral i think we're getting close to seven million views on that which is huge for for you know small town tiktok but it was all about walk a mile and how people appreciated the fact that um these gentlemen were stepping up and and donning their glamorous red heels and <laughs> and taking it taking themselves for a walk for a mile and that there's some empowerment and and again read the comments 37,000 comments and see how much just disclo- almost all of our tiktoks have some form of you know disclosure that sort of thing so if you need to know why we we Exist, the, Yeah. <laughs> the Battleford's and Area Sexual Assault Center, the different assault centers in different communities, why we exist. Just go read some of those um, disclosures and you will definitely, definitely see the need for it. And the more we talk about it, the
0: more we make people aware of sexual mm-hmm. assault, the more we're creating a safe space for people to share their stories. That's right. And we're just hoping that that might
1: make a difference. There's a lot of power mm-hmm. in storytelling. mm mm-hmm. mm-hmm. It's a big job, you know it's a big job. it's not just uh, sexual assault is not just something new, you know it's been around for as long as there's been people absolutely, but um we need to talk about it right we need to be talk we need to have these discussions even as awkward as they are. We need to have these discussions with our families, with our children in the schools there's the uh, the school- that our children have more access to inappropriate information. At a much earlier age than we're prepared to admit. I mean, just because we didn't know, you know, all these terms or whatever, or we'd never heard of human trafficking in grade five, you know, when I was a kid, it's out there now, right? And so we've got to be having these awkward conversations a lot earlier than maybe we are ready to have with our children, but we really do. We can't sweep it under the rug any longer we can't right so it's time to get fierce it's time to be brave it's time to stand up and say no more even just one voice at a time right because that's going to encourage others to stand up and to speak about their own experiences and i mean it's necessary we need to do it more and more and that's what we advocate and that's why we're here Kayla. Michelle, I love
0: your little I love your rants. <laughs> <They> <laughs> I love rant. them. <laughs> no, but it's everything you said is truthful. Everything you said. And we have a we have a more unique perspective than most just because of our jobs mm-hmm. and because of what we
1: teach and the ages we teach it to and right. which I might add, it's getting earlier and earlier. It is. Younger and younger that we have to go out in the community and and talk to our kindergarten kids and our grade one kids about this because there's a situation there yeah there's a concern yeah that's what I mean maybe maybe some people don't understand because your sweet little Muffy is pretty innocent and you know haven't haven't had the experience or seen something on the internet that they shouldn't have seen but for every every sweet little mafia, there's three or four others in the classroom who have seen it or experienced something right so we do need to reach out earlier and earlier and that's the reality of it that is the reality of it no more hiding
0: it that's right let's put the blame where mm-hmm. it belongs
1: mhm we can't we can't enable the assaulters anymore we can't Protect them because it does nobody any good at all. Even them, right? No more excuses. Mm -hmm. No more excuses. It's not the
0: victim's fault. Be fierce. So you guys, that is the end of our first episode of season two, episode 15. (laughs) I don't know how we're going to label this yet, but... Thank you to our listeners, of course. Thank you for sharing all the things that we do on our social media platforms. Uh, we actually just had one of one of our local organizations stop in yesterday and bring us a tray of treats, and they let us know that they use the videos on our website all summer long. So if you go to www.basac.ca. Um, somewhere in there, you will find Mm -hmm. a couple videos that me and Michelle recorded. And that's just kind of a rough snippet of the kind of programming we do in the schools and stuff. And we put that on our website just because of COVID. We weren't Mm -hmm. allowed in the schools. And clearly it has been a good resource. Mm -hmm. People have reached out and told us that they have actually been utilizing them. So we do have plans in the future to record more of our presentations and put them on our website for viewing.
1: Right. I mean, we still don't know what that's going to look like in terms of us going into schools yet this totally, year. I don't yeah. think even the schools even are aware of that. Um, and also we also had an email, like I said, we appreciate the good feedback from someone in the government of Saskatchewan with the victim services and they are, you know, they share our podcast with some of the parents of their clients. So that's awesome.
0: And we love
1: feedback. We love feedback.
0: Exactly. So you guys, if you haven't already, please subscribe to the BASAC view wherever you stream podcasts. Like I said at the beginning of this episode, those ratings and reviews, they really help get our name and our content Mm -hmm. out there. So please provide it for us. Share, share, share. Michelle, I'm very excited to record season two with you. I'm
1: very excited. I know. I I quite enjoy this. And you know, because we're doing good work here and we, you know, it's, it, sometimes it's not easy work. Sometimes it's, it's, you know, a little bit heartbreaking about the things that we have to go out and, and teach about and talk about, but we're, we're willing to do it, you know, and we're willing to step up and, and, you know, take care of our, take care of our children. That's, That's what we do. That's what you and I do.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely.
1: So with that, you guys, we're going to be closing off this
0: episode until next time. See you guys. Bye.